Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Mortensen. I'm licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm so excited to have with me Margo Nelson. Hello, Margo. Hi, Heidi. Yeah, so Margo and I, we actually went, we're at the same school together at BSSM, Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry. She was a student mentor, so she was a year ahead of me. Actually, I think two years ahead of me. This was my first year. She's now completely done with school, and she has this awesome podcast called Breathing Underwater. She does coaching. She does dream interpretation. So I'm really, really excited to have her because this is a powerful woman of God that really has been able to learn how to take things that have been difficult and actually learn how to foster the strengths and the gifts that God gave her and see that, no, we don't have something wrong with us. There isn't a problem there, but I just need to learn how to listen and partner with God. So Margo, go ahead and introduce yourself and share some of your testimony. I'd love that. Heidi, thank you so much for having me. This is absolutely such a treasure. Um, Yes, I do have a podcast called Breathing Underwater, and I have to just tell you why it's called that, because that leads right into my testimony. So when I was deciding the name for it, I I sat with a a bunch of different names, and during that time, I had a dream that I was at the bottom of the ocean and that I was exploring the treasures, and I was breathing down there. And this is actually a reoccurring dream for me, but during this moment when I was praying about what do I name this, God gave me another one of those dreams, and he spoke to me in the dream, and he basically showed me, you are born to be in the deep and to stay underwater in the deep things of God and learn to make this just just normal life. And so this is what you're called to do, but you're also called to bring other people into this and teach them how to breathe underwater as well. Like this is just who you are. So that's why the name (laughs) is Breathing Underwater. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that leads really to my testimony. I, I've i just always been a really sensitively wired little girl, woman, mm. um, sensitive emotionally, sensitive spiritually, sensitive physically, mm. right? If there's a way to be sensitive, yeah. that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially as a kid, I was having all of these really deep experiences that I had no language for. I mm. grew up in a Christian home. I had an amazing upbringing with, with believer parents and grandparents and all of that. I was raised in the Lutheran church, which I love dearly. And as you know, there's typically not a whole lot of equipping on what it means to have a relationship with the Holy spirit and what it means to talk about the spirit realm, what, how, how it is to actually live as a spiritual being. Like there wasn't a whole lot of education on that in my surroundings, in my church, in my family, So I didn't really know this existed, but I was having these spiritual experiences all the time. So I spent a lot of my younger years feeling like something was wrong with me. Hmm. Um, You know, even innocently going to your parents being like, mom, I feel this. This is what's happening. I'm sensing this or I'm seeing this in my room or why am I experiencing this? Why am I feeling this? And my parents not having a grid, bless their hearts, were just trying to comfort me and were like, oh, no. 
I don't actually think that's real. Nothing is wrong. You don't need to be afraid. But I was actually discerning something. I was actually seeing something that needed to be named that was affecting me, that was affecting our house, but no one knew how to navigate it or name it. So I spent so much of my life, I use the image of, I use the image of an iceberg often because it was like Mm. this 20% of me that that interacted with the natural realm with people wow. it was one thing but i had this 80% that was under the water that was always having these deep experiences that had no language that had no validation that yeah. was pretty much constantly being told you're wrong you don't have space what you're feeling isn't real that couldn't be right you know a religious spirit also loves to come and accuse us in that in that place because when we actually embrace the fullness of who we are and learn our spiritual side and learn how our emotions and our spirit and our body are, are affected by the spirit realm, it's a total game changer, right? Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't until about 14 years ago that I had like a rebaptism, a, a kind of come back to Jesus moment. And I was baptized in the spirit and I'm not kidding you. It was like overnight, a light went on where all of a sudden I just saw and understood everything I had been experiencing and feeling and seeing wasn't because something was wrong with me or I was weird. It was actually really valid and was because the spirit realm was real. And not only was it real, but it I could interact with it. And I actually had authority there and I actually could understand what was happening there. So it flipped everything on its side in an instant to I'm a victim to this and I don't have any right to be thinking the things I'm thinking or feeling the things I'm feeling and I'm wrong, it flipped overnight to, oh no, I'm actually wired to be an authority in this space. And I have been right all along. And it was just like instantaneous freedom. Now, since then, there's been, you know, a journey of of stewarding these gifts and learning what it means to operate in this kind of wisdom. But that moment really shifted everything for me. Oh my gosh. I mean, I just, I feel like there's many people listening that are like, she's saying exactly what I struggled with because there's so many things that as kids get really squashed and pushed down and pushed away because, you know, again, bless our hearts. We don't understand. Our parents don't understand. They're doing the best they can with what they have, but so many people are not equipped. And I even think people who struggle with mental health disorders actually are seeing things in the spirit but they aren't able to actually properly discern what to do with it, how to handle it and, and, and how to not be afraid. And so did you struggle with any mental health symptoms in this process of being, I'm guessing if you were a sensitive person that that did show up a little bit? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was prone to depression and just kind of the, the darker emotions kind of getting stuck in melancholy and grief was, Honestly, it's still something that I'm fully getting free from, but recognizing how much of that was actually coming from the environment that I lived in that wasn't actually my own grief that I was feeling and experiencing was huge. That was a huge part of it. But then also going through some deep inner healing of stuff that came through the generations that we don't even know. Oh, we're carrying this from our generations, this iniquity that God is is actually going to heal through my life now. So it was the kind of shift into the spirit realm is real who I am is okay. I'm actually really gifted. I can trust 
these senses and things and actually investigate and get curious here. In that same time frame, I started to learn more about inner healing and actually letting God take us into memories and deal with stuff from the generations. So a lot of that was getting taken care of in that same kind of moment in time frame. I mean, let's be honest, I'm always on the journey of inner healing. I'm still walking in that. But the way I learned to value my heart and to actually listen to what was happening and the wisdom my heart was telling me about the spirit realm, but also about what I was experiencing, just mm -hmm. having that permission really started to shift things in the mental health space for me. Mm. Wow. So when you, when you talked about getting rebaptized in the spirit, yeah. What? It, okay. First of all, you come from Lutheran church. I grew up in Lutheran church, so I'm very familiar oh. with that. But how did you even get to that place to even be there when, whenever that happened? And what was that? You know, was yeah. it someone laying their hands or was it you're in worship? Like what was, tell us what that means. Yes, I would love to. So it didn't actually happen while I was in the Lutheran church. This, um, I grew up in the Lutheran church and then we had moved and we became a part of the Calvary Chapel movement, which is beautiful as well. But this happened separate from any denomination. I, yeah, about 14 years ago, I was going through another really challenging time. I'd been walking with God, but things were, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't fully in mm. and there were some relational struggles I was happening. I thought I was going to marry this man. It was, you know, hot and heavy and we were going for going towards the altar. It was like, we were there. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this relationship ended and it was devastating. And honestly, it was the straw that broke the camel's back in so many ways relationally for me. And looking back on it now, I can see it was the hand of God that actually ended that because that was not him. Mm. That was not where he was taking me. But in that time, it was kind of another huge dark night of the soul moment. Yeah. And as I was seeking God, what do I do? I, I know you're real. I've been trying to follow you. What is my purpose? He ended up leading me to go on this year-long missions trip that's called the World Race. They're actually still doing it. It's so cool. It's every month you spend a different, um, you spend a month in a different country serving on the mission field, essentially. But I went to go to a training camp quote unquote. I didn't realize that this was actually code for come and learn about gifts of the spirit and actually experience the Holy Spirit for the first time in this. I had no idea. So I just show up thinking I'm going to learn about like how to pack a backpack and yeah. I don't know, how to pitch a tent and how to, you know, be a missionary in Africa because we were going <laughs> to the third world as well. But really what happened is we entered there's 50 of us traveling together. We entered into worship and teaching and the, oh, I can feel the Lord now. The presence of the Holy Spirit was so tangible and I had recognized his presence, right? Because he lived in me and I would, I would interact with the Holy Spirit at times, but this was like the acts two moment where there was this external kind of, I don't want to say tongues of fire. That's not exactly how I experienced it. But it was a heaviness of God's presence and the leadership would walk around and lay hands on us. Um, but really, I would say just in worship, I was receiving more of the Holy Spirit and kind of just in an instant. I can't even tell you that anything transacted. I didn't immediately start speaking in tongues or any of those things. Just I felt his presence come on me in a weighty way. Things just lifted off. And it was like the blinders came off. I had hope these like really heavy, oh, thank you, Jesus. These heavy layers of 
grief and disappointment and loss Mm. and depression that had been hanging on me for so long were instantaneously lifted. And I, I just felt the renewal of my inner, my inner man, right? It's not something that you can even explain. It's not something that I even asked for. He just positioned me without me even knowing it. Mm. I was just following his leading strategically be in this place. And it was like overnight. And I'll, I'll tell you that next morning we had another session and one of the leaders said, you have a gift of discerning of spirits. Mm. I had no idea what that meant, but when I started to learn about it, I was like, Oh (laughs) my word. How did no one tell me about this? I could have lived the whole last 20 something years of my life. So differently. This is a spiritual gift. I'm not a lunatic. Like right. I've actually been feeling things that are other people's. I've actually yes. been discerning demons. I've actually been discerning angels. Wow. I've actually been carrying wow. bearing burdens for oh my stars. It was a game changer. Mm. So that's what my moment looked like. And oh. then really the journey began. Wow. This Ooh. is so yeah, this is so good. I mean, and it just so confirming, I think, for just many people that that just can see that God can move in a moment. He can do suddenly. Yeah. Um, yes. It, yes, it does. It can go slow. Just to me, there's such a shift in the identity and the truth of who you, who you are just came out from that. Absolutely. You, I really want to talk about dream interpretation, but do you want to go yeah. there yet? And how yep. that kind of birthed yes. for you and how, because I feel like that actually was part of what pulled out your truth and your identity was hearing what God was saying to you about who you are in your dreams. Yes, absolutely. Um, just before I do that, I'm just yeah. feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit so strong, which you can yeah, that. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, yep. I just feel like the Lord is really just wanting to release his presence. Those who are listening, can I think they can feel him tangibly, even in their space as they're listening. And I just want to give you permission as listeners, as you're feeling the Holy Spirit right now, it might feel new to you. It might feel different. It might feel tingly. It might feel warm. It might feel like your heart is palpitating. But this is the presence of God. And so we just say, yes, Holy Spirit, would you come and would you actually meet and baptize people in this moment with your spirit as they're listening to this podcast? I just want to speak to your hearts and tell you, you don't need to be afraid This is the lover of your soul coming to speak to you and coming to empower you in a new way. And I just bless each of you to receive an integration, even in this moment of spirit, soul, body, even integration more in your your heart right now as we continue to speak, that you can just lean back and let the Holy Spirit do what he's doing in your thought life, in your heart, in your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say too, like, I had no idea this kind of relationship with the Holy Spirit was possible. I didn't run after him. He pursued me. This is who he is. And he's pursuing all of you. He is the great pursuer. He didn't choose us or we didn't choose him. He chose us. And he chose that we would go and bear much fruit. This is what it says in John 15. So we can just lean in. We can just Yield and kind of surrender to what he's doing in this moment. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Yes. You know how to come yes. to your people. You know how to move in their hearts. Yes. We welcome you. Yes, God. Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, God. 
And I would even say, as I move into this, uh, talking about dreams, I've actually had some pretty radical healing moments with God and the, the spirit of God in my heart, breaking, like I said, breaking that heaviness, mm-hmm. breaking that depression, actually pushing back a spiritual attack, but also receiving, yeah. receiving his love. And so mm-hmm. anything is possible, even as we're talking right now, anything is possible. You did not create us to be under a heavy yoke. You just didn't do it. But the beautiful thing is it's not up to us to try and figure out a way to get rid of that yoke. Like that is even on him. Because sometimes I, I think, especially for me with the mental health stuff and the deep emotional stuff and the past trauma that I'm still working through, we, we can get to a place of like, I what do I need to do? Is there something more I need to do? Mm-hmm. Like, And then it, then it kind of becomes this whole, well, now it's on me to fix mm-hmm. this. And it's just not, which you know, and, and you so beautifully illustrate in your podcast, it is the work of the spirit. And mm-hmm. we can trust him to lead us Mm-hmm. And to and to bring us into those big suddenly moments, <laughs> we yeah. just stay open and and hungry for that. Yeah, and I just break I break off shame right now in the name of Jesus for any of you that are you. I feel like there's some of you that are actually experiencing the presence of God, but you feel very odd and weird, like you're being judged by other people in your life that you're you're becoming mm-hmm. one of those weirdos. And so I just break off that shame right now in the name of Jesus, and I just say, let's fear God and not man. And we, and we, and I, and I want to just share, I maybe, I don't know if I had a fear of man or maybe I forgot, but before Margot said, you know, I really feel the presence and I really feel like I need to pray. I actually saw her praying to release mm. the presence to you all. And I didn't say it. I was going to ask her and say, Hey, can you just pray for us? I feel like you need to release <laughs> the presence. And then she did. So this is kind of how this works when you kind of step into that place of like really leaning in and hearing I didn't yeah. even need to say it because she said it. And then I was like, oh yeah, she just confirmed what I was sensing. And then I also just want to share when she was saying, some of you are re- experiencing tingling. I feel tingling down mm. both of my arms. Me and too. so, and you don't have to have that. You don't have to have that, but I'm just sharing that that's a common thing that I experience. And then I almost, almost feel like this bubbling up where I need to laugh. You know, when you're laughing and it's mm. like an inappropriate time to laugh and you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing. And it's like, you're supposed to be good or like be silent. That's actually how I am feeling a little bit as well myself. So I just wanted to share some Ah. of that I was feeling when Margot was, so it's really, and it's not Margot, it's the Holy spirit moving through her for us. So again, it, I think sometimes we can think, Oh, she's just so amazing. Yes, she is amazing, but it's not her that's doing it. It's the Holy spirit through her. So God gets the glory for Margot's yielding so that we can experience more of God. And that's really what we all want so that we can then go do that to other people and we can then release it. So thank you so much, Margot, for listening to that and praying for us. Oh my gosh. It's my honor. And I I love how you teach as you're experiencing things because I I spent a lot of my life needing this kind of teaching myself and never getting it. What just happened? You know, Yes, exactly. This is, it's so powerful how you're doing that. And I would say to you, like, just, it's okay. Even if you're feeling doubt or you're feeling a little bit afraid of, of, of things as they come up or as I'm talking about things of the spirit, because that's just a part of us. That's just a part of our natural mind. You know, our natural mind is really doubt ridden so often, like, oh, that couldn't have been God. Or what if that was just me, you know? And of course we're taught 
that as well in, in the religious environment to, to, to doubt, you know, and to not trust. But that's just not the way God leads us. He mm-hmm. asks us to trust him. And in, in the kingdom, the currency is faith. So mm-hmm. when we actually apply our faith instead of doubt, this whole other thing opens up to us. And we get to choose where we put our faith. I can put my faith in doubt if I want to. I can deposit it into that account. Or I can choose to deposit it into trusting Jesus, which is what he asks us to do, because our our faith is worth so much to him. It's precious. It's more precious than gold refined in the fire, right? Like scripture says. So just recognizing that it's okay to have to actually apply faith in these moments. That's actually something he asks us to do. And I still have to do that, even in in my dream life, which I'm going to finally get to now, if if you still want me to speak to that. Yes, I would love to. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I, I grew up dreaming yeah. a lot, but again, it was a part of this whole thing where I don't know that this is valid or sacred or anything special. And all of a sudden, during this time of this new kind of renewal and baptism I had, I started to understand that the dreams I had been having were really God dreams. And so it's been a long journey, but I've been learning to practice and know his voice through dreams, which is which is similar to how I learn how he speaks to me when I'm awake, but it's so image oriented. It's so metaphorical, which let's be real. This is actually how Jesus speaks. He speaks always in parables, right? He's hardly ever making things plain. The disciples are like, wait, what was that? And he has to explain it to them. So often our human reaction is like, take it all literally, but God speaks with, with images and imagery. And it's so, um, it's so, it's such an effective way of communication as well, because it actually communicates more quickly, right? If we're talking about right brain and we're talking about art, you can look at a piece of art and have something communicated to you in an instant than actually reading a couple paragraphs. Oh, it's going to take you, take you longer. That's good. Which I'm sure you know all the details about the brain science, but this is a part of why he uses this imagery is because we just pick it up faster and we retain it differently. So also, if we're reading scripture, I mean, it is so image oriented and and kind of weird, right? Like, let's yeah. talk about Ezekiel's visions or stuff that Daniel was seeing or Revelation yeah. and the images we're seeing there. That's yeah. all weird and offends our natural mind. But yeah. this is the way God speaks. So once yeah. I started to realize this isn't actually that weird, this is God's language. Yeah. I want to learn your language, God. I started to really recognize what he was saying. So our dreams are a really big way he communicates with us. It says in Job 33 that God may speak to us in one way or another, but we don't perceive it. So when we're slumbering on our beds in this deep sleep, he'll come and whisper in our ear and seal our instruction because we're, our our guard is down enough to be able to receive his communication. And then the next step is really just recognizing you speak this way. I'm going to be curious and I'm going to take this dream. I'm going to first just start by recording the dream just even writing it down, whatever I can remember. And then I'm going to sit with God and say, what do you want to show me through this? What do these symbols mean? Because the vast majority of our dreams are symbolic. There might be literal elements, but it's a whole nother language of learning symbolism too, right? So it's a lot about what does this represent? What did this feeling mean to me? Does this correlate with something in my, in my waking life? Because God is, he's such a communicator. Yeah. So often he's answering our prayers through a dream yeah. and just waiting for us to learn the language in Proverbs. It talks about, you know, the, it's the, 
it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. This is in 25, Proverbs 25. Mm-hmm. And the glory of kings to search it out. It's the hide and seek game, right? Where he's not hiding from us. He actually just loves relationship. So he's like, come to me, seek me. I have hidden some of these things in metaphor, but as you come to seek me, you will find my voice in this place. And as I did, I started to realize, oh my word, I have been sitting on this treasure trove of God's communication to me my entire life. Another one of those moments. How did nobody tell me? (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah. And this has been a, a major way that he has led me and spoken to me over these past 14 years, pivotal way he's spoken promises and direction and Mm. warnings and confirmations and his leading so much of that through dreams. Yeah, that's really good. Like I've, I've had, like I've had dreams with people in it and often it's not that person, but it's what their name means. Um, Like I had one with a friend named Rick and then a different dream. I actually had the the name Richard. And I was like, Ooh, maybe there's connection there, you know? And so just being able to like pull out, but then the next thing is like, what does that mean? And what do I do about that? Cause so can you, can you show us a little bit about how to, how to move from, okay, I can identify that, you know, maybe a bathroom means cleaning, you know, or it's like, so that's where we kind of get our mind to, to understand what something is for. Like, you know, like a lot of times teeth dreams means wisdom because you're needing to chew on it and you're having to digest it. Help us to know, like, well, then what do we do with that? So maybe give a couple of basics meanings and then like, you know, like, what do I do with, you know, that I have this name Richard in my dream and I'm searching for, you know, like, yeah. What do we then do in our regular life with the dream that we have? Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Exactly. Well, I mean, I have learned and and believe and teach that there, there really are three kind of steps to this where we get the revelation, which is the dream. That's the revelation. And then we get the interpretation. So the next step is actually interpreting what it's saying. And then the third step is the application. How do I actually apply this to my life? What is God saying? But really the key lies in the interpretation and the interpretation is so much more than just like discerning out the symbols. It's really, what is the heart of God in showing me these things? So I personally have found that it's more important for me to receive the interpretation of the symbols or the dream through my heart than through my mind. Sometimes I can go, oh, okay, well, if bathroom means cleaning and this means this, then one plus one equals two. And sometimes that's really true. But if it doesn't actually drop deeper into my heart and and make me go, oh, yeah, that's that resonates with what he's saying because the spirit of God is so able to be a witness in our spirit and in our heart. So I wait until I have that witness to go, Oh, that's the interpretation. If I don't have that yet, I just wait. And I ask him more. Sometimes I'll have interpretation for two or three symbols that make sense, but I still don't have the interpretation yet. And then something will drop in or, or another symbol will be interpreted and all of a sudden it clicks Everything falls into place. And then, oh, there is the interpretation. So let's say as an example, I'm going to give an example of a bathroom dream that I had. And I have bathroom dreams all the time because bathroom dreams are speaking to cleansing and a place of actually releasing, right? And we're always going through that. At least I am. I'm always pursuing that. Um, But for example, if you're having a dream that you're actually using the toilet, like this this is something internally that is coming out, right? This is a cleansing, toxins coming out. It could be emotional pain. It could be spiritual stuff. It could be past 
trauma. It could be any of that. If you're getting in the shower, that's an external cleansing. So that's speaking a little bit more toward, okay, what's come on me just in life? Is is there a, and it's a bigger kind of moment of cleansing where in the example I'm about to give you, I was going to wash my hands in this dream, which is an external cleansing, but it's even smaller than the whole body, right? So I was going in this dream to wash my hands. And every time I tried to get close to the sink, the swarm of bees would come out and, and try to sting me. So I couldn't actually get there. It was a very short dream. And during this time in my natural life, in my waking life, I was experiencing a lot spiritually and a lot emotionally. And I wasn't able to discern in that time what was mine and what wasn't. I was trying to, but there was a lot happening. And what God was trying to show me in that moment is, I actually want you to come and wash your hands of your involvement and what you think is your role in this whole thing. This isn't internal. That could have been a toilet moment, right? Where, okay, there's something internal I'm doing, but it wasn't. I want you to come and wash your hands of this. And you know what? Wash your hands of something is to actually remove involvement. So it was his way of saying, I want you to do this. I I want you to wash your hands of this. But every time you come close, here's these bees, which were like little spiritual attacks, right? Telling you, no, this is yours. You need to do something about this. You need to try harder. You need to pray harder or whatever the thing is that's somehow keeping me carrying this thing that isn't mine. So once I got the interpretation, okay, you're saying I need to wash my hands of something. What does that mean, God? Oh, like I had the symbol, but then it dropped down into my heart. Oh, Holy Spirit, you're showing me that what I'm carrying in spiritually lately isn't mine. And I need to let that go. And then once that dropped, the application was was very clear. It was like, I just need to come to you. And I'm like, forgive me, God. I released this to you. The application was that I just went into repentance and I let it go and I turned around. In other situations, there might be direction and we say, okay, God, you're telling me that you want me to apply for this or this job is coming. You're telling me I'm going to step into this arena and you're going to have me working in this kind of vocation. Okay. Is there some way for me to partner with you in that now? And maybe that is just, just pray. This isn't a moment to do anything except for pray. Or maybe the step is just believe me because right now you're having a hard time even believing that I'd want to do this with you, right? Or it might be, yeah, get your resume ready. Might be something super practical. Might be reach out to this person. So I would say once we have the interpretation that lands, the application kind of just comes, but we really have to ask him, what do you want me to do with this? And I just want to put a period on this. I won't go into it anymore, but something I think is so, so, so important as we're learning God's voice and as we're learning his character more and more is he'll give us promises and direction and we co-labor with him, but the, the heavy lifting is on him. Yeah, the heavy lifting good. is yeah, on him. Mm-hmm. So often we'll hear him say something and we'll like, oh, great. So I'm going to go make that happen now. You know, and most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, that's not what he's saying. Stay in relationship. Ask me what your involvement is supposed to look like. I'm actually just sharing this with you because I love you because I call you friends and not servants. Hmm. does that answer your question yeah it really does I mean that's really helpful because it's I mean what I'm hearing is that we can go into the brainy stuff and we can just say okay this is what this means this is what this means and that's not what it's about that he's really wanting to draw us in closer to him as children and that that place of identity as a child of God and it's just really a place of closeness with him and intimacy And that in that, he might then release some sort of application about, okay, I want you to wash your hands of these people. And then, and then you actually have wisdom in your practical life now, but you feel more loved by God. 
and how, and yeah. And how beautiful is that? And then, and then you also might like the application part could be that you just have more confidence that he's basically like affirming something. Um, Yeah. I mean, I remember I had a tough meeting that I had in the night before I had a dream. There's a lot of things in the dream, but one of the things that really gave me comfort was I was in a bed, which is rest peace. And Mm -hmm. these three white horses came Mm -hmm. running after me and like stood at the, like at the end of the bed and it, I guess I don't have the full hundred percent, you know, interpretation of it. But one of the things I really got was I am protecting you and I am with you. And it felt like it was father, son, Holy spirit. And, um, and that you, you are in a place of rest. You can rest. We are protecting you and we are guiding you and we got this. Wow. That's what it felt like to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And on that note, I just love to say like, the interpretation of our dreams really belongs to us. We we go to we go to friends for help, but that's we're the good. ones that are going to resonate with it, yeah, right? So good. that that resonates with me, but it resonates with you, which is what really matters. That's yeah. what makes it the applicate the the right interpretation. Yeah, that's good. But I think we have to be careful though that we sometimes can try to get what we want because it's what we want, and it's not necessarily what um, God's actually doing. So. I do think that's where getting help with interpretation is useful. Like if, if we're in a struggle emotionally and, or it's like, we want to buy that house or we want that, you know, we really want to get pregnant and we're struggling to get it pregnant. We can like think a dream of a, of a baby in the dream means, Oh, I'm going to be pregnant when it might actually mean God's birthing something new in you. And you need to go do that thing. And that's the first thing. And then maybe eventually the baby will come, but you know what I'm saying? Like we can I do because I want this so bad. I want this. And we can, we can hold on so tightly to things and that yep. the Lord might actually be speaking something different. So that's where sometimes I think interpretation Absolutely. is helpful because we can have someone else that kind of can bear witness to something different, which is something that you do. Absolutely. So people can, can actually hire you for dream interpretation besides listening to yep. your podcast. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. And I do coaching around it too, which is actually really fun because it speaks to us in so many different ways in our dreams. Sometimes he's actually speaking through our heart and showing us what he's doing internally in us. Mm. And in a coaching session, it's perfect to have already have this kind of this revelation here of like, God's highlighting this. This is what that dream means. This is what Mm. he's doing in your heart. Now we get to actually together partner to continue that process or even come up with steps of, okay, what is my role in this, God? Mm. How do I actually walk in the fulfillment of what you're saying in this? Or if it's a destiny dream, Mm. we get the interpretation and then we can ask God together, okay, is there actually a strategy to move forward in this? What are you saying about this? We do dream mapping, which is something I do all the time because I I dream enough that oftentimes dream revelation will build on itself. I mean, it's really like having a conversation with someone, right? Where you might be have talked about this three weeks ago, and now you have this other dream that's this part of the conversation and it's leading you forward. So there is help in actually mapping out because God loves to orient us and show us where we are and what, what, where we're at, what, where we're, what we're doing, where we're going, where we're at in the journey. Right. And then he also speaks about promises in the dream and having another person in that can be a safeguard. Mm. And it's that kind of, just like you said, it's kind of that crux of learning, learning how to interpret ourselves and cultivate that conversation with God between he and us, but then also opening it to our community to have 
just more wisdom pour in and mm-hmm. more accountability. But not just that, like there are multiple facets to dreams as well, where I have friends who are give me an interpretation, which is complimentary to the one that I had, but it's another facet Absolutely. or it's just, uh, yeah, a whole nother layer, just like, God, he's multifaceted, right? He's, he's always truth, but there's all these different layers to his character and who he is. And they're all love. They're all truth. They're all right, righteous, but they're different facets of him. So I think that, yeah, helping, helping, walking alongside people to learn how to interpret God's voice uniquely in their dream life is such a joy because you watch people start to crack the code, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, wow, now I can just run with this and sleep becomes really exciting. You're like, I can't wait to go and have a communication from God tonight, you know, and being able to teach people how to how to protect and steward even their night season and preparing to go to bed, preparing to be expectant to receive from God. And, but then, like you said, now, now what's the practical, what do I do with this information? Like here mm-hmm. we are having this relationship and it's really all about that. But mm-hmm. then sometimes there's practical steps to walk out as well. Right. So how can people get a hold of you and how can they schedule dream interpretation, yeah. schedule coaching with you? How can they yeah. do that? Yeah. So I, I have a website. It is permission to rain.com and there's free consultations on there too. I love to do 20 minute, half hour consultations just to give people an idea too. Um, I have half hour interpretation only sessions that are really affordable and easy. If you're like, I just need to crack the code on this one dream. And then I have full hour coaching where, you know, God might actually bring us into some heart healing stuff, Mm -hmm. or he might bring us into some, some spiritual discernment stuff, or we might be doing something really practical. So you can, um, schedule any of that on the website and then Instagram, you can put that in the show notes. If you, if you want to do my Instagram account, then of course, breathing underwater is the podcast, which I think is such a great free resource, even just listening and coming kind of into the atmosphere of the podcast. I've been getting so much feedback about people having revelation and dreaming more, just listening, just listening because the spirit of God is moving in that way on the podcast. Yeah. yeah I love it. I love what you're, what you're doing in your podcast. And it's why I had you on. Cause I'm just really excited about people being able to be encouraged and empowered from their dream life. And instead of yep. um, struggling and focusing on what we need to fix and what's wrong with us. So I'm going to actually just spell for those of you listening, instead of watching, I'm going to spell her podcast or excuse me, her website, which is www permission, which is P-E-R-M-I-S-S-I-O-N and then two T-O rain, R-E-I-G-N.com. So that's her website where you can go to it. I'll make sure to put all this on the show notes um, to get to her website, to get to her podcast. Um, And then Margo, I am so grateful to have you on. Is there anything more that you want to share before we pray? Before I Mm. have listeners. Let's see, Lord, is there anything else you want them to know? Honestly, I would just say it's so easy in the world to, the the worldly way of going after dreams Mm. and any kind of, you know, revelation from God, quote unquote, you know, the the world goes after horoscopes and Mm -hmm. and palm reading and all of this stuff, which is Mm. still just like a misguided hunger to know who they are and what what their Mm -hmm. purpose is, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what the most important thing is, is that we are, even with with our dreams or even hearing God's voice, that we're making 
we're making the de- declaration that we're that we're about intimacy and not information because mm-hmm. i think that's one of the big differentiations is mm-hmm. we're not just going after this for information we're going we want to hear his voice we want to know his voice in our life we want to get closer to him mm-hmm. which i think is the hunger of all of all of your listeners i i can't imagine but sometimes it's easy to think well if i just get this information then maybe i know how to protect myself or if if i know what to do next then i can continue to be independent and and go on that journey, but th- that's not the purpose. The purpose is our father wanting to to have a conversation with us. And so if we can just keep that, our heart open to God, I just, I just want to hear your voice and to recognize that he wants that more than we even want that. I think that is step one. And then just start small, just even start writing down your dreams, anything you can remember, even if you can't remember the whole thing, just start there and watch how God will build. It's like you sow and you reap. Even if you sow a little, you're going to start reaping and just start where you can. That's what I would say. Good. Oh, this has been so wonderful. I have so many more questions to ask you, (laughs) Uh, but I would, I would love it if you could pray for our listeners and even just like increase dream life. Yep. Absolutely. Oof. Yes. Yes. Father, father, I thank you that your ancient communication is dream language <laughs> that we even see in scripture. You've been doing this from the beginning. And I just give you honor for being so pursuant of our hearts I thank you for each person that you drew to listen to this podcast today. If you are listening, if you are hearing our voices today, it is a divine setup. (laughs) You have been drawn and pursued. You've been drawn in closer to the Father. And Lord, I just thank you in advance for how you are increasing the hunger in each one of these children of yours, these sons and daughters of yours, increasing the hunger to know you, to know your voice in whatever fashion that comes in. And God, I ask for an increase in their dream life, Lord, that those who feel like they don't dream would start dreaming tonight, that they would have a dream, not only that they remember, but they would actually have the space to write it down. God, I pray that there would be an increase on those who have been dreaming, that they would dream more, that they would dream more deeply, that they would dream more God dreams, that you would be releasing promises and destiny, that you would be releasing answers to prayers, that you would even be physically encountering and meeting people in their dreams, bringing healing to their minds, to their souls, to their bodies, to their whole person, bringing integration to their spirit and their heart, God. We just thank you that dreams are actually an encounter with your presence, with your spirit. And so we just look with anticipation with what you're going to do in, in the in the night seasons, in, in the sleep place with all of these listeners. Would you deem it holy, Lord? Would you cover it? We just plead the precious blood of Jesus over every, every night season, over every bedroom, over every bed. We thank you for angels that you are releasing, angels of protection and angels of revelation to bring all of these listeners deeper, deeper with you and closer to your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being on. It's been an honor. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. 
Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.